0: Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
1: Conversation, damn party tonight here on the BetQL Network. Welcome back into BetMGM tonight with Denton Day on the sports machine, Sean Levine. Let's talk a little NFL. First of all, I am personally offended that the Kansas City Chiefs are not the Super Bowl favorites heading into next year. Now, it's not a big deal. They're the second favorite. They're right there behind San Francisco. It makes sense. San Francisco has a little bit easier path. But at this point, doesn't everybody know that Patrick Mahomes is not to be bet against, whether it's in the regular season, whether it's in the Super Bowl, whether it's they're down double digits in the second half, whatever the scenario is. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl every single year. I'm just saying in the off season, they should be favored to win the Super Bowl every single year as long as that guy's the quarterback.
0: You're not saying they're going to win every single year, but what we are all saying is they're going to make it four out of five years to the Super Bowl, right? Like, uh, that's pretty much what we've what we've seen. I don't know what the reason is that Vegas wants to keep making Patrick Mahomes an underdog. I don't know mm-hmm. if this counts as being an underdog. But, like, in my mind, in the twisted reality, it is. And if he's going to go full Michael Jordan mode, he will definitely take this as being considered an underdog again. They watched the same game we did. I don't understand what the reasoning is for this. Maybe they really didn't like what Kyle Shanahan did and thought Brock Purdy would have led them to a victory in San Francisco. I would disagree. I think Mahomes was going to win that game no matter what the situation was and who won what coin toss. I just I don't understand why they keep doing this. You would have thought they would have learned because I know they took a little bit of a hit, the books did, over the past couple of weeks.
1: Screw the books. They should have learned their lesson, Denton Day, during the playoffs. So they made Kansas City a few-point favorite. Like, And when I say a few, I think they were only a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Miami at home to open. Now, it got bet up to five-and-a-half or six. Chiefs covered that line. Probably should have been closer to double digits anyways. Come on, Chiefs, playoff run, Arrowhead, going against Tua head-to-head. Then in uh, that next uh, game against Buffalo, the odds makers had Kansas City as an underdog. And that was a little bit like, all right, I get that one too, right? Like Josh Allen's playing better than Patrick Mahomes. Buffalo's essentially been playing playoff games for the last month and a half. Kansas City hasn't been great. It's Buffalo's time. The Chiefs are vulnerable. I get it. Chiefs win that game and cover. At that point, the books had to look themselves in the mirror and go, we can't keep making Patrick Mahomes an underdog. Like, we can't keep making these lines so small. Everybody's betting on him. He's proven to us, no matter what the situation, he's going to screw us. And, dude, they did it again in the AFC Championship game. They made Patrick Mahomes a a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Rinse and repeat everything I just said. He goes on the road. He wins. Screws the books again. And then guess what they had the nerve to do? Make him an underdog in the Super Bowl. (laughs) It's crazy, man. Like, at some point, and I made a lot of money, not just because I'm a Chiefs fan and season ticket holder and talking to you from Kansas City, but because that was just the smart bet to make, whether it was to take the Chiefs heading into the playoffs at 9-1, to one, whether it was to play them on the money line against the Bills, the Ravens, and the 49ers, cha-ching, 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 did it all. So, again, I know it's not like they're the fifth favorite or they're buried somewhere in there, but the fact the Chiefs aren't favored to win the Super Bowl is borderline insane.
0: Yeah, they're running it back with the guy that won them the Super Bowl. Like it's not like we see certain teams where they they, they might lose a really key player, and like the Chiefs might with Chris Jones. We don't know what's going to happen there, and Chris Jones is an impactful player. But fifteen is the the straw that stirs the drink here, right? Every other team in the NFL is looking for their version of Patrick Mahomes. No one's going to find Patrick Mahomes. But they're looking for a guy that can beat him in the postseason. And so far, literally only one of the guys who's currently playing in the NFL has ever done that. And he had a wrist injury, so he couldn't see him again, right? So the one guy that can beat Mahomes, or at least has shown the ability to do so, unfortunately can't stay on the field for the entirety of every single season. So I don't know what Vegas is thinking. Sometimes sometimes you really do beat the books. I mean, we try and beat the books. Sometimes you really do. I don't know what they're thinking here. I love Shanahan yeah. too, by the way, but like Purdy and, and Mahomes, there's a massive discrepancy there.
1: Oh, Purdy's gotten a shot as far as young NFC quarterbacks go. I saw Jalen Hurts get a shot and the AFC. I've seen Josh Allen get a playoff shot a couple of times. The MVP, Lamar Jackson. I mean, they, to, uh, there have been a lot of different guys that were supposed to be the one that was going to take him out. And as you point out, Burrow, now he – To be fair, Mahomes also beat Burrow in the playoffs. But that's why I think Burrow earned a lot of respect. He saw him in a lot of commercials, and his name got talked about a lot because, Denton, he was able to do what all those other young quarterbacks. That's why going into it, I don't even know if it was me just being in this Kansas City bubble or the fact that I had a lot of money on him, but I was like, you're going to tell me, and I know they're not on the field at the same time, that Brock Purdy is going to be able to do what all these other young quarterbacks have not been able to do against Patrick Mahomes. If that guy's getting and to be fair, came pretty damn close, played a pretty good game, but ultimately, guess who cashed their ticket right here?
0: Jackpot, as uh, Jim Nance would say, because your boy also cast that ticket. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I thought, I thought Brock Purdy, as far as Brock Purdy goes, played well in the Super Bowl. But it was very clear that when the game was on the line, there was one guy that was way more comfortable, and that guy wears number 15. So if Vegas is going to give me some more money, I will gladly take some more money. I'm just a little confused by their decision-making.
1: Two guys were more comfortable, by the way. Yes, Patrick Mahomes over Brock Purdy. Andy Reid was so much calmer, cooler. He was in his bag. I mean, not even close. Compared to Kyle Shanahan. Now, that's Denton Day on the sports machine, Sean Levine here on the BetQL network. The most interesting division, I would say, heading into next season has got to be the AFC North. If you could take Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, I know you're a Cincinnati guy. Are you really gonna believe in Joe Burrow coming back healthy and looking like the guy that we saw the last couple of years? Versus the guy that we saw at the beginning of this year who couldn't throw the ball, who needed surgery. He's great, but dude, that division Cleveland's actually pretty good. Who knew? And Baltimore's certainly legit. Who are you taking?
0: I'd still roll with Joe Burrow. Like I I'll die on that Hill and I, I will have no qualms about dying on that Hill. The thing with Baltimore that I don't know what their defense is going to be like in the absence of McDonald, right? Like Harbaugh runs a pretty tight ship and, even when his other coordinators have gotten poached, they've been able to find ways to win. Anytime you get a guy like Lamar Jackson on your offense, you're gonna be given an opportunity to to win. With Pittsburgh, I I mean, I don't know about Pittsburgh, right? They're not gonna they're not gonna have a losing record, but I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. And maybe they go in and they get Justin Fields. With Justin Fields and Arthur Smith, to me is actually a very fun offense to watch. I know there's a lot of people that seem to be down on Arthur Smith, I'm not one of them as long as he's just calling plays. So I would love Justin Fields in that offense. The thing with Cleveland, their defense is strong because Big 95 ain't going nowhere, right? He is he is every bit as good as we have made him out to be. But, man, Deshaun Watson is not. And the Joe Flacco thing was fun this year. There's a 0% chance I would wager on that continuing into next season right that seemed to be lightning in a bottle for Cleveland they captured it got themselves to the playoffs round of applause to them for doing it but I can't I can't trust them as a team right now Deshaun Watson hasn't been the same since a, a lot of things transpired shall we say it was not just the trade from Houston there was so many other things that went on in his life to where he is not the same quarterback So yeah, I, I would still it's a two-team race to me between the Bengals and the the Ravens, but the guy that I'm the most comfortable with is Joe Burrow, so I would uh, I would lean Cincinnati.
1: Let's jump from the AFC to the NFC. If I said you have to be a believer in one of these two teams, I'm forcing you. Okay. Cowboys or Eagles? You can't just jump off the ship. Uh, you dad. have to be a believer in one of them because I, I guess I could talk myself into. Uh, I can't. I'm jumping off the ship. Which one are you taking? I can't. What
0: are we what are we
1: what are we believing in? We're believing that they can actually get to an NFC championship game.
0: If we're believing they can get to a championship game, I would lean Philadelphia just because in my entire lifetime Dallas has never done it. And I'm not a massive Dak Prescott guy. I think Dak is a good quarterback. I personally, Sean, was stunned when I saw that he got second in the MVP. That is not what my eyes told me. There were some stretches where he played all right, but I did not look at him and say, yeah, that guy's second in the MVP conversation this year, even though the MVP conversation was very much a down year as far as the award is is concerned. But I would say Philadelphia because I believe in the strength of their defense, and they also didn't lose – Uh, uh, Dan Quinn right I think losing Dan Quinn and Joe Witt Jr. uh, from a coaching staff perspective is going to be a a big loss for Dallas like yeah they get Zimmer in there but I think that's going to be a different style of defense so I would reluctantly because you are forcing me to lean Philadelphia but man the water's looking pretty nice you know what I mean like the water's looking pretty good I don't have my floaties I'm a decent swimmer but I, I will trek the ocean if I have to
1: the favorites are just weak in the NFC. Like, if we think that Dallas and BetMGM tells me that they've got plus seven fifty odds to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, as far as I'm concerned, they should be plus seven million. They've got no chance. Same thing with Philadelphia. I'd actually play a long shot in the NFC. I got the board right in front of me. If I can get Green Bay at twelve to one, if I can get the Rams at fourteen to one, Hagan in, in next year. Look, obviously San Francisco proved how good they are. Went to the Super Bowl, took overtime, almost beat Patrick Mahomes. Didn't happen. The Lions, I think, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions have a little bit of a hangover based on the way that second half the NFC Championship game went. I mean, that was the ultimate turnaround where they hadn't been to the playoffs, right, since the Nixon administration. And then all of a sudden, right. they're in, and they're close to getting to the Super Bowl, damn it. And the way they blew it, they probably start like 1-2, and 1-3. and three. I had to take a closer look at their schedule, then you could easily talk to me taking a Green Bay Packers or a Los Angeles Rams ticket.
0: The Rams are who I would I would bet on there. I love Stafford. And now that we know for sure that Stafford's arm is going to be attached to his body, because remember, entering this season, we had no idea what his right arm was going to look like. Like, it could, it could have worked. It could have also been horrible. He could have played two games, and then that was it for his entire career. So now that we at least have an idea going into next season that he'll be able to throw the football competently, i would i would like the rams at 14 to one i mean sean McVay is always moving the needle when it comes to offensive play calling so if you're giving me 14 to one on the rams i'll take them over you know, dallas at, at, at plus 750.
1: working our way down the board you can get the bears at 18 to one i don't know if caleb williams makes that much of an impact right away if that's the way they go atlanta at 20 to 1 maybe that's Justin Fields landing spot we were talking earlier about Jim Harbaugh you said you're a big believer you think he can turn it around the problem with Justin Herbert hasn't been Justin Herbert he's been great if you look at his numbers through the first five years of his career they match up with anybody in the history of the NFL through the first five years of his career when it comes to individual stats and yards and touchdowns the problem is he's a couple of games under 500 he doesn't win you think Jim Harbaugh is going to be able to change that right away?
0: Uh, Yes. Right away, maybe not right away. Eventually, yes, because you're right. The problem hasn't been exclusively Justin Herbert. Uh, It's been like literally everything else, though. Like everything else that could potentially be a problem has been a a problem. I don't know if Jim Harbaugh fixes the fact that his receivers are seemingly made of glass. That doesn't feel like something Harbaugh can fix, but maybe he does. Maybe he has this weird magic elixir that live in the khakis uh, that he wears everywhere uh, that, that he's been just been bringing from you know place to place to place. I just feel like there's something about Jim Harbaugh that the other coaches did not have. It's like the it factor, right? You can't really explain it, but you recognize it when you see it. Jim Harbaugh is—he's a winner. He's won everywhere he goes. This this would be weird to me if the Chargers don't at least have a couple of 11-win seasons in the Jim Harbaugh tenure. they're not, I don't think they're going to win the division because Mahomes is still Mahomes. But if they don't have a couple of 11-win seasons and a couple of playoff wins in the Jim Harbaugh administration, I would be stunned by that.
1: Expectations are higher than that. I think if he only wins 11 games a couple of times, I think the plan is we hire Jim Harbaugh. He gets jo- Justin Herbert right. And maybe once everything breaks our way for a season, don't have to win the division, maybe we're a wild card or whatever it is, but we take out Patrick Mahomes and damn it, we win a Super Bowl. Like they didn't hire Jim Harbaugh just to get a little bit better in the standings or to win a playoff game. I think they hired him because they think with Justin Herbert, you pair them together, go out there and win a Super Bowl.
0: And I, I, I mean, Harbaugh, look, that's what Harbaugh said he was going to do, right? He won a national championship, and now his goal is to win a Lombardi. He was a mere inches away from doing that in San Francisco in the Harbaugh Bowl. And now you have a quarterback that is far more talented than just about any quarterback he, is. he has coached since Andrew Luck, right? I mean, Andrew Luck, is you're not going to get much more talented than him but Herbert's pretty darn close, right? So it, it, it should be in the 10-year Super Bowl or bust, but I'm expecting 11 wins at least by year two.
1: We've also seen him have a lot of NFL success, right? Like a lot of guys that jump ship, you know, Pete Carroll gave it a shot. And, I'm sorry, not Pete Carroll. He was very successful. Um, there have been a lot of different guys that have gone from college to the NFL. Nick Saban is I was thinking of, and it didn't work. We've seen it work. With Jim yeah. Harbaugh in the NFL. Keep it right here. Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. It's time for a
0: short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight,
1: presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.